You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Spy Family Manga Reading Club podcast, part of the Weird Science Family of Manga Podcast Family Non Network. And we're here with Mission 32. I say we, I mean me, me, myself, and I, my three least favorite people, to go through this chapter because Luke Hollywood is not here. He fell asleep. I think that this week, though, he has a bunch of things going on. So that means I'm going to be doing a couple things. By my lonesome, I believe. We'll see. We'll see if Luke Hollywood could, could, could pull through, is what I'm going to say. I'm not going to tell you that he's, you know, drunk or anything. The guy is drunk! See, I didn't say it. The sound effect did. But we're going to get into this chapter, and it is, as I said, Mission 32, and it is a continuation of the tennis tourney deal. The, what is it? The Campbellton just does not flow when you say it. but. You end up where Nightfall and Twilight Lloyd, they are in this tennis tournament to be able to win this crazy piece of artwork that ends up having hints about the whole deal and the spy stuff. So while that's going on, we actually do start with Yor, who is playing tennis in a very wholesome and cute way with Anya and Bond. Bond there with the tennis racket. Bond always looking very dapper. With that bow tie that he has on And you're starting to worry Because of Nightfall Oh my god, why does she always end up Doing things with Lloyd What's going on She was mean to your I mean, she really was And the things that she said were kind of hateful Obviously we know that she was trying to Pretty much make your Quit the job of being a wife uh, But that isn't going to happen And when you end up where Yor is thinking, okay, this is the deal. What's up with this woman, this tennis tournament deal? Now, remember, she doesn't know what really is going on either. So this is that company tennis tournament that they're supposed to be in. But while this is going down, you have Yor getting upset. Yor starting to think impure thoughts because Yor is an assassin. And she's kind of thinking of, you know, if push comes to shove. I may have to bump this lady off. I may have to kill her, which Anya hears and freaks out and then just says, you don't have to worry about anything, Mama, almost revealing, oh, my God, you know, she can read minds. I will say one thing, though, and this chapter kind of I've thought this before, but this chapter kind of puts it right in the forefront again. I don't know that it would be that bad a thing if you were found out that Anya could read minds i don't think that she would react as bad as anybody else especially lloyd or you know i think that she'd be kind of okay with it i don't know it just seems like if right there anya just said well i you know i just want to tell you i can read your mind and i I can tell you're upset you know and this but she ends up obviously saying oh i mean you know papa he's gonna win that tournament you know go papa and she ends up that actually does kind of break your out of this funk a bit and like you know what yeah there's gonna be because Anya says I mean don't worry because I know Papa's gonna bring home the trophy I'm sure you know it's gonna be a beat down and it's a fun little deal as they go but that is a cue for us to go off to the tourney and if you remember the Bollock twins the steroid infused duo 
that you end up having are main characters at this point, Nightfall and Twilight, having to play. I mean, first off, they come out, their lats have lats on their lats. Their muscles have muscles of muscles. There's no way that these guys, first off, are going to be able to get out of those shorts. I'll tell you that. I mean, if you say, how do they get into them? How do they get out of them? Maybe a, a drink, right? That whole joke. But there's no way these guys are getting around. It, it, just imagine. I mean, everybody's seen some of these, you know, big dudes at the gym and things like that. They may be impressive, look great, whatever, but I'm never thinking that they're going to be great at tennis. Tennis is not really, you don't really have a lot of muscular tennis players. There is a specific build, and this is not it. This is definitely not it. So I left. I actually thought that what we were going to get would be that they would come out all jacked up on roids and then just fall over and not be able to do anything. But in the meantime, they end up coming out their guys yelling, you know, you better go out there, you better win. They kind of rip the cage or the the fence down. They're just out of hand. But what we do find out as they are being brought out is that, yeah, this is a no holds barred, you no disqualification matches. You end up having a crazy panel. One guy, he's got two tennis rackets and a headband, right? That that's crazy. Then you got another person where has like almost like the tennis racket, but it's made into those like, I don't know how you explain it, those crazy handles with the two things at the end that you hit people in, like when you're an American gladiator. For some reason, I want to call them pontoons, but I know it's not a pontoon. I don't know what it's called. But then you also have such things as rocket roller skates. Like, again, I don't know that rocket roller skates is going to make you a really good tennis player, but you also have people throwing tacks on the benches of their rivals. Now, that would hurt. That would hurt. So you have cheating going on. And there is no real cheating. So if nothing's cheating or everything's cheating, nothing's cheating. It's that whole deal where you could do whatever you want. Well, the big play here, though, is, and it's kind of a funny play, is the Bollock twins, they start talking crap kind of like, you know, bros at the gym. They start to say that Lloyd, he's dumb. Look at him. He doesn't have any verbal skills. He probably peed his pants. Oh, look at that guy. And all you do is see Nightfall getting more and more angry. And I thought that this was a funny play because of the idea that, you know, you only have a certain amount of space here. So you can't go through every single match, every single game. So what you then have is pretty much the destruction of the Bollock twins because Nightfall cannot take the idea that they insulted Twilight. So they're done. She just obliterates them to a point where Lloyd says, you really didn't have to smash the ball into their face every time. That's all she did. And legitimately, again, you already set up the no holds barred, no disqualification deals. And if you have played tennis, and if you have played tennis even recreationally, you you don't hit the ball at at the person i mean that's kind of the unwritten rule you don't kind of smash it into their face all the time but rules don't mean anything here so nightfall gets offended she ends up and when you see the ball twins they're laying there they just have welts all over them from the ball and also look like they're on fire because of all just the extreme hits and you end up nightfall just walks away and tells them all to burn in hell It's very extreme. It's kind of funny. 
But yeah, the big play here is Campbell, who's running this, thinks this is great because he's making some money on this. It's actually, you know, spicing up this tournament. And you kind of need the spicing up because at by the end of this, we're going to find out that there's been a, you know, a champion each year. It's been a three-peat, I believe they say. And so you need to get things a little spicy, a little spicy for the pepper. But the the reigning champs are actually Campbell's kids. And that sets up its own little deal of extreme cheating and things like that. And that's where you kind of find out or think, okay, that whole play that if you win, you might be able to get a priceless piece of art because he says you can pick whatever you want. All my art is up for grabs. Well, he's fixed it all these years that his kids are winning. So it's no fuss, no must to him. And even with Twilight and Nightfall going through the Campbelldom rankings here, he's pretty confident that he's going to be able to stop them because they are complete cheaters to the point where they're almost trying to kill Lloyd and Nightfall because they end up, they're going to be in the finals. They're going to fight, you know, face off against Campbell's kids. And when they're in the locker room and they're sitting there in the lounge, they're talking about it. You end up where Nightfall suddenly is like my fingers, they're tingling and you don't really know what's going on, but you do end up seeing a vent, and a foosh coming out, that is where they both realize that we're being gassed. We're actually being gassed. And you did see, and they even bring it up. It is weird that every time Campbell's kids end up playing these opponents, they're not really in tip-top shape. They seem to be woozy. They seem to not be on the top of their game. And that's why they end up gassing everybody. So they end up realizing, and it's a funny play. Before I thought it was funny, remember when you ended up having Nightfall and Twilight, they were talking together and they were talking a regular conversation, but their lips were moving differently. So they were reading the lips to get the real. This is where they can't breathe. They're holding their breath. And that's the other thing. If you run out of this room right now, oh, my God, there's gas in that room. Everybody run. Well, then the jig is up. You, you actually don't accomplish anything because they're just going to go at you a different way. The best way is to make them think that you've been gassed and the way that this book plays out, why I love it, and I say it all the time, everything makes sense. So when you do have, you know, these two characters, when you do have Twilight and Nightfall, and they're holding their breath while tapping Morse code to each other, and they, you never bat an eye. It makes complete sense because of all the crazy stuff that we had seen before. So it really does work. So when they come out, they're pretending that they're gassed a bit. So they come out, you know, and you end up where Campbell's son and daughter, they come out. So it's a mixed doubles final. They give you the whole play. Oh, you know, Campbell's kids, they've won all these years in a row. This will be that. And so all the bets are coming in. And a lot of people are starting to bet on Twilight and Nightfall, which that plays in the Campbell's deal anyway. He thinks that he's rigged the contest and his kids are going to win. So this is even better. And he bets a million, 10 million. On his kids, so this is going to ruin him if if they lose. That's the and maybe not ruin him. I mean, this guy seems like a billionaire, but still, he's going to lose a lot of money plus a piece of art that's worth a lot. But you end up finding out where the kids and the, they seem bored. They really don't want to do it. Everything's rigged, but they just want because they're promised a yacht. Like yeah, you know, we'll just do this match. But the the funny play of it is 
it's not even enough to gas the opponents. They also have rocket tennis rackets that, you know, extendo arm deal. It's it's a crazy thing. And at first, you do get that deal where I do think that Twilight Nightfall, they actually have, you know, a little residual stuff from that gas. They did end up breathing it in a little, and I don't think they're prepared for the amount of tech that they're getting. Now, it's fun stuff. The idea of having a tennis racket that is has rocket engines on it that makes no sense whatsoever. But in this steel, it does as you're about to hit it and the rockets go off and boom, boom, you really nail the deal. But yeah, they're not ready for this sort of deal. So even when you have them hit a ball, say at nightfall, she goes and she goes to return it, but she's not used to the amount of force and, and all this going on. So she does hit it out of bounds. She still hits it. They're still doing a decent enough job, but they end up losing the first set. But then after that, it's just them. Now we are going to start to, you know, kind of get our wits together. And now we kind of get the lay of the land. Also, they find out at one point that the actual tennis court is even rigged where it moves and it has panels that go up and down. Like it's a crazy deal going on, but they are able to, you know, kind of adjust a little. And you end up where at one point Lloyd says, I'm not going to lose two dumb gimmicks like this. And you end up like they're like, boom, now it's time to really fight. We're going to go at this point. Campbell thinks it's the greatest thing. Oh, my God, we're going to win. We're already winning. The kids, they just want their stupid yacht. But you do have that kind of pulling together of Nightfall and Twilight. Boom, we're going to do it. But while all this is going on, remember. Nightfall just wants to win the heart of, of Twilight. That's all she is doing. So even when they're doing one thing, she's mouthing, I love you, but he doesn't see it. But it's a fun, it's a fun play. It really is. And it's it's a cool chapter. It's one of those, it really does give that Prince of Tennis, but with tech feel in this. And I think we've said it before, but, you know, we'll say it as we go on. Obviously, me and Luke have read through this entire deal. So when we get to other things, me and him have even talked about it, where this book, like some of the really great books, it does seemingly be able to turn into anything. Like at this point, it is a sports manga with crazy tech, but it works and it's fun. And one of the only things that I'll ever criticize this book for is sometimes the arcs, they'll stick around for a little too much. But at this moment, with this tennis deal, I'm having a lot of fun, and I'm actually having more fun, I think, this time going through it than the first time I did. When I first read this part, and we're at a part in this book where I was marathoning everything to get ready to do our weekly review show at that time. So I was sitting down, I'm like, okay, I got to read 30 chapters of Spy Family, and then I'm going to read. 20 chapters of Undead Unluck, and then I'm going to do so. A lot of it was almost not, I'm not going to say it was work, but it wasn't as fun as it is going through chapter to chapter and really being able to just sit there and settle down with it and have fun with it. And I'm having fun with it. And just as an aside, as a, a youth way back in the day, I did fashion myself as, you know, maybe a young Beyond Bork. Or, you know, or maybe a not so or maybe as angry John McEnroe 
I, I will tell you, I really did love John Magarel. But if you are a tennis fan, I will tell you right now, my favorite tennis player growing up, and I really did like tennis at one point, wanted to be a tennis player. I played tennis a lot. I really liked Boris Becker. Uh, and that was kind of my guy for a little bit in the, I guess it was the mid eighties is when I ended up really liking Boris Becker. So there you go. There's a little tennis deal. Never an Yvonne Lendl fan. I thought he was too cold. I, I, I didn't like, he didn't have as much personality. That, that's what I like. I like the, you know, the charisma of the tennis players, but overall, I'm going to give this a 8.8 out of 10 and. Yeah, we'll go, and hopefully Luke will be able to join me next week. I'm running out of things to say, like he's drunk. The guy is drunk! But he has a crazy work schedule, a lot different than what I have. I mean, and in fact, right now, it is, and I'm looking at the clock, it's 2.30 a.m. I ended up falling asleep, and I got up, and I'm like, oh, God, I got to go do the spy family. But I ended up reading it over again, and I have fun. So there you go little late in the game or early in the game at 2.30. I could actually probably get a hold of Luke right now easier than what I can during what is normally my day with the time difference. But with all that, please go over to Twitter and check our Twitter out at Weird Manga. Follow us, we'll follow you back. Then go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science manga, where you can end up getting uh, early access to a bunch of our Manga Monday shows and also some of these reading clubs. I will tell you right now because i'm going to be doing the manga monday show all by myself because luke is not going to be able to that is not that he's drunk he actually told me that he's not going to be able to do that and i thought of well what am i going to do what would i do without luke i think i'm going to do what is the new deal the new shonen jump i'm trying to get the name of it is what i'm doing the news exorcist it's funny, I keep saying new, new, like it was like some pun or joke I was saying. It was not, I forgot. But News Exorcist, fresh off the presses, hot off the presses, new Shonen Jump series. I think I might just do that on my own, but we'll see. But yeah, that would be something that will go right up on the early access. So that's something to maybe go over and check out on the Patreon. But there you go. Thanks, everybody. And I'll talk to you, and hopefully Luke will as well, next week. You are all weirdos. <laughs> Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.